Letter nineteen of the Borough by George Crabbe. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Letter nineteen. The Poor of the Borough. The Parish Clerk. Nam dives qui fierunt vult et cito vult fieri, sed quae reverentia legum quis metas ot pudor est unquam poperantis abari juvenal satire fourteen nocte brevem si forte indulcit cura soporum et toto versata thorough iam mambra creesant continuo templum et violate numinis aras et quod principius mentum soboribus urget te videt insomnis tua sacra et maior imago humana turbat pavidum cogitque fateri juvenal satire thirteen the parish clerk began his duties with the late vicar a grave and austere man one fully orthodox a detector and oppressor of the wiles of satan his opinion of his own fortitude the more frail offended by these professions his good advice gives further provocation they invent stratagems to overcome his virtue his triumph he is yet not invulnerable is assaulted by fear of want and avarice he gradually yields to the seduction he reasons with himself and is persuaded he offends but with terror repeats his offence grows familiar with crime is detected his sufferings and death with our late vicar and his age the same his clerk hight jachen to his office came the like slow speech was his the like tall slender frame but jachen was the gravest man on ground and heard his master's jokes with look profound for worldly wealth this man of letters sighed and had a sprinkling of the spirit's pride but he was sober chaste devout and just one whom his neighbours could believe and trust of none suspected neither man nor maid by him were wronged or were of him afraid there was indeed a frown a trick of state in jachen formal was his air and gait but if he seemed more solemn and less kind than some light men to light affairs confined still twas allowed that he should so behave as in high seat and be severely grave this book-taught man to man's first foe professed defiance stern and hate that knew not rest he held that satan since the world began in every act had strife with every man that never evil deed on earth was done but of the acting parties he was one the flattering guide to make ill prospects clear to smooth rough ways the constant pioneer the ever-tempting soothing softening power ready to cheat seduce deceive devour me has the sly seducer off withstood said pious jachen but he gets no good i pass the house where swings the tempting sign and pointing tell him satan that is thine i pass the damsels pacing down the street and look more grave and solemn when we meet 
nor doth it irk me to rebuke their smiles their wanton ambling and their watchful wiles nay like the good john bunyan when i view those forms i'm angry at the ills they do that i could pinch and spoil in sin's despite beauties which frail and evil thoughts excite at feasts and banquets seldom am i found and save at church abhor a tuneful sound to plays and shows i run not to and fro and where my master goes forbear to go no wonder satan took the thing amiss to be opposed by such a man as this a man so grave important cautious wise who dared not trust his feeling or his eyes no wonder he should lurk and lie in wait should fit his hooks and ponder on his bait should on his movements keep a watchful eye for he pursued a fish who led the fry with his own peace our clerk was not content he tried good man to make his friends repent nay nay my friends from inns and taverns fly you may suppress your thirst but not supply a foolish proverb says the devil's at home but he is there and tempts in every room men feel they know not why such places please his are the spells their idleness and ease magic of fatal kind he throws around where care is banished but the heart is bound think not of beauty when a maid you meet turn from her view and step across the street dread all the sex their looks create a charm a smile should fright you and a word alarm e'en i myself with all my watchful care have for an instant felt the insidious snare and caught my sinful eyes at the endangering stars till i was forced to smite my bounding breast with forceful blow and bid the bold one rest go not with crowds when they to pleasure run but public joy in private safety shun when bells diverted from their true intent ring loud for some deluded mortal sent to hear or make long speech in parliament what time the many that unruly beast roars its rough joy and shares the final feast then heed my counsel shut thine ears and eyes a few will hear me for the few are wise not satan's friends nor satan's self could bear the cautious man who took of souls such care an interloper one who out of place had volunteered upon the side of grace there was his master ready once a week to give advice what further need he seek amen so be it what had he to do with more than this twas insolent and new and some determined on a way to see how frail he was that so it might not be first they essayed to tempt our saint to sin by points of doctrine argued at an inn where he might warmly reason deeply drink then lose all power to argue and to think in vain they tried he took the question up cleared every doubt and barely touched the cup by many a text he proved his doctrine sound and looked in triumph on the tempter's round next twas their care an artful lass to find who might consult him as perplexed in mind she they conceived might put her case with fears with tender tremblings and seducing tears 
she might such charms of various kind display that he would feel their force and melt away for why of nymphs such caution and such dread unless he felt and feared to be misled she came she spake he calmly heard her case and plainly told her twas a want of grace bade her such fancies and affections check and wear a thicker muslin on her neck abased his human foes the combat fled and the stern clerk yet higher held his head they were indeed a weak impatient set but their shrewd prompter had his engines yet had various means to make a mortal trip who shunned a flowing bowl and rosy lip and knew a thousand ways his heart to move who flies from banquets and who laughs at love thus far the playful muse has lent her aid but now departs of graver theme afraid her may we seek in more appropriate time there is no jesting with distress and crime our worthy clerk had now arrived at fame such as but few in his degree might claim but he was poor and wanted not the sense that lowly rates the praise without the pence he saw the common herd with reverence treat the weakest burgess whom they chanced to meet while few respected his exalted views and all beheld his doublet and his shoes none when they meet would to his parts allow save his poor boys a hearing or a bow to this false judgment of the vulgar mind he was not fully as a saint resigned he found it much his jealous soul affect to fear derision and to find neglect the year was bad the christening fees were small the weddings few the parties paupers all desire of gain with fear of want combined raised sad commotion in his wounded mind wealth was in all his thoughts his views his dreams and prompted base desires and baseless schemes alas how often erring mortals keep the strongest watch against the foes who sleep while the more wakeful bold and artful foe is suffered guardless and unmarked to go once in a month the sacramental bread our clerk with wine upon the table spread the custom this that as the vicar reads he for our offerings round the church proceeds tall spacious seats the wealthier people hid and none had view of what his neighbour did laid on the box and mingled when they fell who should the worth of each oblation tell now as poor jacquin took the usual round and saw the alms and heard the metal sound he had a thought at first it was no more than these have cash and give it to the poor a second thought from this to work began and can they give it to a poorer man proceeding thus my merit could they know and knew my need how freely they'd bestow but though they know not these remain the same and are a strong although a secret claim to me alas the want and worth are known why then in fact tis but to take my own thought after thought poured in a tempting train suppose it done who is it could complain how could the poor for they such trifles share as adds no comfort as suppress no care but many a pittance makes a worthy heap what says the law 
that silence puts to sleep naught then forbids the danger could we shun and sure the business may be safely done but am i earnest earnest no i say if such my mind that i could plan a way let me reflect i've not allowed me time to pursue the pieces and if dropped they'd chime fertile is evil in the soul of man he paused said jachin they may drop on bran why then tis safe and all considered just the poor receive it tis no breach of trust the old and widows may their trifles miss there must be evil in a good like this but i'll be kind the sick i'll visit twice when now but once and freely give advice yet let me think again again he tried for stronger reasons on his passion side and quickly these were found yet slowly he complied the morning came the common service done shut every door the solemn rite begun and as the priest the sacred sayings read the clerk went forward trembling as he tread o'er the tall pew he held the box and heard the offered peace rejoicing as he feared just by the pillar as he cautiously tripped and turned the aisle he then a portion slipped from the full store and to the pocket sent but held a moment and then down it went the priest read on on walked the man afraid till a gold offering in the plate was laid trembling he took it for a moment stopped then down it fell and sounded as it dropped amazed he started for the affrighted man lost and bewildered thought not of the bran but all were silent all on things intent of high concern none ear to money lent so on he walked more cautious than before and gained the purposed sum and one piece more practice makes perfect when the month came round he dropped the cash nor listened for a sound but yet when last of all the assembled flock he ate and drank it gave the electric shock oft was he forced his reasons to repeat ere he could kneel in quiet at his seat but custom soothed him ere a single year all this was done without restraint or fear cool and collected easy and composed he was correct till all the service closed then to his home without a groan or sigh gravely he went and laid his treasure by want will complain some widows had expressed a doubt if they were favoured like the rest the rest described with like regret their dole and thus from parts they reasoned to the whole when all agreed some evil must be done or rich men's hearts grew harder than a stone our easy vicar cut the matter short he would not listen to such vile report all were not thus there governed in that year a stern stout churl an angry overseer a tyrant fond of power loud lewd and most severe him the mild vicar him the graver clerk advised reproved but nothing would he mark save the disgrace and that my friend said he will i avenge whenever time may be and now alas twas time from man to man doubt and alarm and shrewd suspicions ran 
with angry spirit and with sly intent this parish ruler to the altar went a private mark he fixed on shillings three and but one mark could in the money see besides in peering round he chanced to note a sprinkling slight on jockin's sunday coat all doubt was o'er when the flock were blessed in wrath he rose and thus his mind expressed foul deeds are here and crying thus he took the clerk whose conscience in her cold fit shook his pocket then was emptied on the place all saw his guilt all witnessed his disgrace he fell he fainted not a groan a look escaped the culprit twas a final stroke a death wound never to be healed a fall that all had witnessed and amazed were all as he recovered to his mind it came i owe to satan this disgrace and shame all the seduction now appeared in view let me withdraw he said and he withdrew no one withheld him all in union cried e'en the avenger we are satisfied for what has death in any form to give equal to that man's terrors if he live he lived in freedom but he hourly saw how much more fatal justice is than law he saw another in his office reign and his mild master treat him with disdain he saw that all men shunned him some reviled the harsh passed frowning and the simple smiled the town maintained him but with some reproof and clerks and scholars proudly kept aloof in each lone place dejected and dismayed shrinking from view his wasting form he laid or to the restless sea and roaring wind gave the strong yearnings of a ruined mind on the broad beach the silent summer day stretched on some wreck he wore his life away or where the river mingles with the sea or on the mud-bank by the elder tree or by the bounding marsh-dyke there was he and when unable to forsake the town in the blind courts he sat desponding down always alone then feebly would he crawl the churchway walk and lean upon the wall too ill for this he lay beside the door compelled to hear the reasoning of the poor he looked so pale so weak the pitying crowd their firm belief of his repentance vowed they saw him then so ghastly and so thin that they exclaimed is this the work of sin yes in his better moments he replied of sinful avarice and the spirit's pride while yet untempted i was safe and well temptation came i reasoned and i fell to be man's guide and glory i designed a rare example for our sinful kind but now my weakness and my guilt i see and am a warning man be warned by me he said and saw no more the human face to a lone loft he went his dying place and as the vicar of his state inquired turned to the wall and silently expired End of letter 19